What's going on, my people? You already know what you tuned in to. It's the hottest show in America. <laughs> this is on the lockout. Good morning, good morning. You already know it's September 7, 2021. The year of madness. But we try to make the best out of bad situations always over here on the lockout. So today we're going to move right along in life. In life. And shout out our people that are still alive that are good people. That we've come along the way. Like that we was with. When I was in upstate prison, one of my previous bids out of all the times that I was locked up, none of glorified jail is ignorant, stupid, but it's for some people. It's definitely needed. I'm not an advocate for like do away with prisons, but I'm an advocate of be very careful how you treat people that you put in prison and not everyone locked up is guilty. And I was there and it's sad. All the innocent, allegedly, that they explained to me. And I saw it like this couldn't have been him. You know, after my own federal investigation without being certified. Because we never, huh? you know, hello. But I looked into the paperwork. Yo, boy, I didn't do it. And, and it's sad, right? When anyone gets 30, 40, 50 years and they didn't commit the crime. But one of the people that always stands out to me vividly and for a lot of years was my guy Van. So shout out to Van. He's doing awesome things. I mean, I haven't went around him. The last time I seen him was in the Bronx a few years back, actually. But I see him on the gram, Facebook. You know, he's doing pretty well, even though looks could be deceiving, but I see him enjoying himself, and that's what's important. <laughs> yeah, but uh, shout out to you, Van, man. For what I remember about Van, he was an awesome dude, bro. We walked the yard together. He was a stand-up dude, in my eyes. And along with that always comes hate, and it's always from within. So just keep that in mind. It's always from within. But Van... And my recollection of him was of a good dude. Charismatic. If you really got to know him, he was a good dude. So we're trying to have him on the show hopefully one day soon when he gets back. Or from, you already know, nowadays you don't have to go through all that. You can just send a link. Bloop. What's up? <laughs> Hello. Welcome to On The Lockout. <laughs> so another person is D Moneybags. The Money Bags is uh, on Instagram. First of all, let me tell you Van's name on Instagram. It's Peter Blade underscore 32, right? Uh, he has a Facebook page, uh, and it's called Puerto Ricans Be Like. If I'm not, let me let me just make sure because I hate to give wrong information. After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> so the page is actually, you know you're Puerto Rican if. You know you're Puerto Rican if. And I posted somewhere during one of my live 
uh, scenes. So I wanted to give a shout out to him because I thought about it and I said, oh snap, let me tell him something anyway right now. While I was potting. So why does potting sound like if you're doing something wrong? Like I was just potting. Like do you, someone might think like this dude is just taking a shit. Like I sometimes I hear Joe Button and he'd be like, yeah, I was potting all day. It sounds like you had diarrhea or something. I don't know. Like, maybe we need to change that word, that potting situation. And just say, like, casting. Like, podcasting. I don't know. Because then casting is like... Anyway, moving right along. Shout out to D Money Bags. Facts. On Instagram, he's the reality. So now D Money Bags comes out with a hit song. Number one on the charts right now. Nah, that's a lie. <laughs> it's just sound hot though, right? Number shout out to D Money Bags. Number one hottest song out right now in America. Be careful with rappers nowadays. D Money Bags is coming for it all. And boot that. Nah, bro. He did a little freestyle rap. All jokes aside. And then at the end, he's like, shout out to Saigon. You know, and you guys know who Saigon is or whatever, right? And then it's kind of weird in a sense because, like, I know him. Like, I know D Moneybags personally. Like, it's not weird. Like, like as far as, like, that's not him, it's weird because I didn't know that he rapped like that. You know what I'm saying? So when you see someone or you hear it, should I say, it's like, yo, who's that? That's D- Nah, bro. Like, he told me, like, yo, I could really rap. And I say that to a lot of people, right? And they probably feel the same way when they actually hear it. It's like, yo, bro, why are you wasting your life, though, out here? <laughs> because we in New York and shit is crazy. What about that? <laughs> so shout out to D Moneybag with that little freestyle. That was awesome. I think, I think there's a lot of potential there, D. Facts. I think we could do something with that. So me being the individual that I am, I think it says a lot about you as a person when your friends or people that that are just cool with you, whether they was there for you for a second, if they was never there for you, but you think that he's a good dude, when you show love to people, like free, like free, like you didn't pay me to repost you, you didn't ask me to repost you, when it's genuine, But still in all, haters are haters. And people will still find something to say even now that I'm talking about. It's like, if you just did it out the kindness of your heart, so then why are you mentioning it right now? Because I'm here talking about me, actually. And the type of individual that I can be when I want to be. So I just looked at it like, it'll be cool right now. Let me repost this. And I put it on a few of my pages, which I really don't do for nobody. No, I do. I do. I do, but... I would lie to say that I didn't get paid by a lot of other people to repost them. I did. And that's what we do, right? And you'll be able to do the same. So how could you be mad at me when I'm willing to show you the same steps that it takes for you to get somewhere in life? Like, that's crazy. Like, why would you be mad at that dude? I never did nothing to you. And if I did we sincerely apologize <laughs> there's nothing we could do about it now right you got to keep it moving in life because it will stun your growth believe me 
in all aspects of the word. So the quick freestyle was cool. It lasted for like a minute and five seconds. I cut it short on Instagram to 55 seconds because you already know. And I'm going to repost it for him on the YouTube on my bigger platforms. And here I'm talking about it. So you can go check him out on Instagram. He was also in a, in a documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. He's done a lot. He's done a lot. He's done a lot. He's done a lot. A whole lot. I mean, little by little things happen. And sometimes people don't know the talent that they have. Until the whole shit just explodes in their face. And that's when it gets crazy. Because now you got people calling in for them. Like, look, are you willing to do this? Are you willing to do that? And they're like, where all this is coming from? That little bit of work that you put in sometimes makes it to people finally. But you have stopped. So now they're looking for more of the work and it's not there. You stopped. So never stop. Because people are looking for your body of work. I know you did that. But since then, what have you done? And never mind what you did a long time ago. It's always like, I know, but what you did after that? Or you just stopped? That was leche. That was luck, bro. You catch the right dude at the right time and put him in a booth and he's going to sing some songs that you never thought you have or rap, whatever. Or act. And then tell him to do it again and it won't happen. It was it was mere luck. But some of these dudes are really talented, like D-Money Bags. Go check them out, though. Anyway, moving right along, right? We got a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on in the news, a lot going on on Google. You already know the number one search engine in the world. Shout out to Google, bro, because they actually the ones, one of the first people that showed me that. <laughs> Yo, we'll send you a check if you talk that shit, though. <laughs> Facts. They were actually the first. It's never a bad thing to start off with Google, right? I mean... After that, as we all know, came to Amazon's. Listen, I just want to shout you guys out. Respectfully, it could sound disrespectful. And I mean, when they send you a check, when they reach out to you, not when you're putting your stuff on Amazon and all that for free. Like, it could be for free for the audience, but you got a check. Cool. But not when you're trying to sell your record for $2 or your pod for $2 or whatever. I've done that, too. I'm talking about when they reach out to you and be like, yo, here, bang. Pesos said, what's up? You know what I mean? It's a different part of the game. And when we can all get there, everybody. So I've been working on that, like actual the audio podcast form. If you notice, I've been trying to put in more hard work into that because I started lacking, slagging or falling back on that because I got comfortable. We cannot get comfortable. Comfortability will get you killed. Oh, I'm lying? Actually, I'm going to take this chance and actually put the verse from my guy D Money Bags up here. I just didn't want to really go through all that because it has kind of sort of like a little beetle beetle, but I guess they let them use the beat. I don't know, bro. But these are big chances that I'm taking because I could get my whole thing. And put off the air. But let's go. Mass 
off, fucking mash on. New York City, that's where I'm fucking born, uh. The money bags, but fuck with me, I put you on. I'm in the cut like a C-section, baby bomb. I'm just chilling, no more drug dealing. Only legit cheese from now on, God willing. Don't let them trick you up the streets, these niggas snitching. You sitting in the cell, your wife is where they stick, they pricking. So kids, listen, it's hot as hell, get out the kitchen. So fuck all that bagging up and brick flipping. For the boys be on your heels, now you get the dipping. The game rigged, your right hand man is split your wig. Four pair Gucci slides and a pack of six. That's what it is, so protect your family with your kids. Quarantine got niggas wild and catch a crazy biz. Bodies dropping in the city like it's raining pigs. Nigga, you heard? It's for New York City. Yo, Saigon, what up? You heard? Yeah, yeah, the money bags. Let's go. Who's next? Who's next? What up? <laughs> Yo, listen. These episodes that I do like this be lit, and I do it for the peoples. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to listen to more episodes like this and you like what we got going on, shouting out the people, showing some love, some care and concern, and trying to you know help everybody expand in life, let me know, man. Drop a like, download the episode. So that it flows right, you know what I mean? And it does what I need to do. Because if you just hear it and you're not downloading it, you ain't really helping me. Just so you know, you heard? <laughs> Respectfully. So check this out, man. Jay-Z and uh, your boy, uh, the dude that was with him and Marcy, Haven, they've been having this little rivalry thing going on. And it's been going on for decades, <laughs> Right? Like, it seems like forever wary. Ever since Jigga and all them dudes came out, was like, you're lying, right? But I'm from Brooklyn, born and raised, and I always knew Jay-Z was not telling facts. Like, if you do your research, I've been hanging, I've hung out in Marcy Projects. And if you, you that's listening right now, don't be like, I don't remember him from Marcy because you wasn't there when I was going over there real brief. It wasn't like I was there for years, wilding through the whole Marcy, but people knew of me. I was going to that store across the street, the Hot BBs. I was going to the building. As soon as you go into the right corner, they'll bring you all the way around, like where you almost, uh, you know, going to the back towards flushing towards the Jewish territory type. Of, I just remember I used to take that way to cut through the back, but it was. Scary times, it was dark, it was devilish. A lot of times it was, I was running around, I was dipping and dabbing with the opiates. I was running around hustling, doing crazy things. And I was even there with my bro, Danny was in the wheelchair. For those of you that know Danny, the Puerto Rican, I think it was his sister's house he stayed in. He had an apartment in them buildings. He was in a wheelchair. He was king though. I heard he got killed because when I went there after that, right? Did I see him after that again? Let me let me think. Anyway, one day I just went up to Danny's house. And you know the yellow tape was caution. It was all over the door. But I knew that that was going to happen, right? And I'm going to tell you when I knew that that was going to happen. I knew that that was going to happen when Danny was hustling there. And, uh, and I seen that he was hustling alone. Like, he didn't really deal with nobody. Nobody was around him. But he was getting bread, like, hard. Like, okay, this is getting out of control now. Like, the sales is popping. Like, I seen it. Like, boom, 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 boom. Right? 
and I'm like, I you can hold yourself down, but you're in a wheelchair. And even though he always had a blicky, you know what I mean? It didn't mean nothing. There was dudes in the projects while outside that wasn't getting that type of bread. And mind you, he had the fire. When you got fire of whatever you're hustling, no glorification, just selling the story in hopes that you don't end up like us for educational purposes, uh, dudes are going to hate because people are going to come. You don't got to chase a custody. They come into you. And that became his situation like within days of me going over there with him. And I was like, this is going to be a problem. And I knew that, bro. And I didn't really want to leave his sight, to be real. But maybe it was the best thing that I did. I don't know. Maybe we both would have been dead. Hopefully he's not dead. Hopefully he's alive. But they told me, yo, dudes went up in there and wet that up. Facts. I was like, why? I was at Marcy Projects. Facts. And they was there for years. Don't matter. Dudes get jealous, you feel me? I just, I, I just, from time to time, I think about him. Every, and I guess it's every time when I, this situation comes up with Jay Z and D Haven, it brings me back to the day when I was in Marcy, them days, back in the days, should I say, and, and Danny. You know, it's crazy because he went from, um, he was actually boosting, bro. He would boost, but he would boost top of the line jerseys, like Yankee jerseys, like um, NFL jerseys. You know, them jerseys that are expensive. So when he sold you a jersey, you was coming up out your pocket with a buck or better because the jerseys that he was taking, he was going to them stores. I forgot the name of them stores that they only sold like jerseys, like the like alarm. You know, and he used to put it under his wheelchair. And being that he was in a wheelchair, he really never used to be stopped. And the few times that he was stopped, I ain't gonna lie, he pulled out in the store like the blicky, like, yo, I'm not going to jail, bro. And I'm like, yo, my dude, that's a robbery. That's no longer boosting. Because I did all that. Let's not get it twisted. War Boost himself, official. <laughs> I wasn't what you call a booster. We was called bombers. Like, when you go, you go hard. Like, we just can't take two objects. We taking a whole lot until I see somebody coming. Like, and big bags I'm walking out of there with. Like, hundreds of dollars. Like, that's a felony if I get caught. You get it? And with the grace of God, like, today, I don't even do that. I did that a lot. Yo, there was times I was in the street actually getting money, and I would still go boost. And I had hundreds, I had my pockets was right. And still be like, nah, I need 600 more and go boost. And one shot I would get that because I was going to polo stores. I was taking things that when I come through, dudes would be like, oh, let me see that. You feel me? And 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 there was, you was definitely, I was getting $50 or better from you by the time you walked away out of everybody because the bag was loaded with goods. With things of value that dudes wanted. You feel me? Even when I started taking the polo wallets and different Tommy Hill figures and all that from the polo actual store, I couldn't take two or three. Dudes were going in there taking three. Bro, what is that? $20? You bugging. Well, each wallet cost a hundred and something, two hundred and something. They would you see them, they expensive, bro. Right? 
but I was never given a wallet for 20 bucks. It was rare. Now, there was a time that I was like, give me 20 each, but you buying all 80 of them. You get it? Like in a big lump sum, guy, take them all because I'm going to go right back right now like that. But I'm glad one time I got chased out of this and heavy. Thank God I made it out. But I hit the same spot for like about two or three years straight every day, two or three times a day. So I just thank God that nothing ever happened to me in that spot and that uh, we still here to talk about it. This was a long time ago, so I could talk about it today. And today when I walk in the stores, bro, I be with somebody and I look at them like, boy, you better not take nothing while you with me, bro. Like, because what people don't know is that you go to jail too if somebody takes something while they with you. I don't know how we got to this part of the show, but we're here. And, and this is what we do. When we get here, we stay here. <laughs> so this is the boosting part of the show. Welcome to the boosting podcast where we tell you about boosting <laughs> and taking shit literally. But listen, by the grace of God, today I don't think that way. Today I don't do that. I don't have an, there's no need. I mean, and even if there's a need, like, I could do without... I noticed that when I'm running the streets and you're actually, like, getting high and you're indulging and you're lost in that world, you'll do almost anything for bread. So I don't have, like, the same ambition to get money or legal money, should I say, as I would when I was running around. And that's bad because you should have the same energy, right? But I feel like I'm content. Like, I'm good. As long as I got my coffee, I got a roof over my head. There's light, I have a computer, a mic, uh, video games, things that could keep me occupied, a cigarette once in a while. I'm good money, you know? I got a girl, I got a dog. I mean, I don't have family around me, like blood family, because I don't deal with them. It's unfortunate, but that's the way we, you know, the way I grew up. It's sad, I love them. I think about them all the time. You know, so much that it gets me mad that I act as if I don't care, but I actually do. I miss them, but... There's nothing I could do because I was raised like my dad. Like, I'm not a ass kisser. Like, I'm not doing that because I don't remember. I don't recall me doing anything to you. You know, but sometimes you do harm to people and you don't realize that maybe they hurt. I don't know. Maybe what I was doing affected them in a lot of ways. I don't know, but they never showed that they care. I mean, Karen is going to see your loved one while they locked up. Karen is going to look for them while they run in the street like, yo, you should chill. I never really got none of that. You know, and I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm looking to save just what the fuck I'm feeling inside, I guess, you know? So um, hopefully we'll be able to share more tomorrow in tomorrow's episode. I'll touch up on this real brief because I know it's an interesting subject for those some people that the ones that care about like Warpath and what happened in your life, like F everything else. But right now we have to cut the show short. Because if we don't, then they won't let the app go up. But we're going to start letting episodes go for an hour, hour and a half. So we wing it in that direction. If you can see, I just cheated them out of like 12 minutes. Facts. So I'm going to call them up and see if I could. Actually, I can, but it's just the whole process. It's not just as simple as you may think. So we push them for the whole hour, hour and a half. Hopefully starting tomorrow or the next day. All I got to do is tell them and they with it. Just to check. Got to get a little better. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Listen, you're going to start seeing links there to support the 
audio podcast, which is like subscriptions, four dollars, five, whatever. Uh, support the podcast if you like the podcast, because I'm gonna keep it real. If not, I have to stop doing it. If I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying it's all about money, never, because I never started doing this for money. But the reality of it is, if nothing is bringing you a dollar, and I'm spending hundreds of dollars or a few dollars to do it, it doesn't make sense at all. You know what I'm saying? And oftentimes, as the people that listen, we don't think about light, electricity. We don't think about the AC that's running in here while I'm in here. And we don't think about rent that I have to sit in here and pay rent and order the podcast to you. You know, how am I going to do that? Like, you want me to go back out there and sell drugs? Oh, no, get a job, a real job. No, this is a real job, bro. You're bugging out. If I go to work, outside, then I can't part for you no more the way I do and be on all these sites where you can always catch me. Let's be realistic for once. I love you, man, and thank you for your support. Sincerely, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And if there's anything I could ever do for any one of my real supporters, keep in mind, with no disrespect, there's a difference between a supporter and a fan. So when you say I'm a supporter, maybe you need to look up the word supporter. When you say I'm a fan... Look up the word fan and then get back to me because they're not the same at all. So to all my real supporters, I'm extremely, extremely grateful, 100%. Words can explain to all my fans, I love you equally. You both go hand in hand and everybody is needed. I just don't look at you as a watcher or a listener. I look at you all as family, even my hater that I never did anything to. You know what I mean? You have to understand that I understand that with this little bit of fame, it comes hate and problems. People feel like it should be them, right? Everyone really starts, oh, I know him. Yo, he used to do this. Bro, everybody knows my story. I've been said it. It still don't take away from the fact. You already know. I will infirmary you, though, (laughs) respectfully. And you know that. And we never showing off. We just keeping it real. Like, because these dudes try to be street thinking that we on here trying to be street or me. And I'm not. I'm actually being super nicer than what I am in the street when I come on here because I feel comfortable with my real supporters. Don't let no one stop you of your dreams, man. Don't let no one just say something and discourage you from posting or making content because that could happen. Just do you. Follow your dreams. The Almighty Father, whatever your higher power is, he's never going to steer you in the wrong direction. He's not going to give you nothing that he feels you're not going to be able to handle. You're a soldier. Get up and confront the world with your head up high. You already know what this is. It's on the lockout. One day to be the biggest and the hottest show. In the whole world, worldwide, on the lockout. Shout out to Germany, Canada, UK, Brooklyn, Sunset Park. You already know. <laughs> Love y'all. Facts. Rest in peace, Aloe, for life. I'm your idol, your highest title. No more Rauno. Let's get it. <laughs> on the lockout.